just a moment. Okay. Yeah, so um, <laughs> this morning uh, I've titled my uh, message, The Light of Life. Uh, when uh, Mark asked me to, to speak uh, a few months ago, um, to be honest, I eagerly accepted and I was really excited to uh, get to share uh, the Lord with, or the word with all of you guys. Um, but I didn't really know what I wanted to speak about. Um, and so I spent probably a good month thinking about it and really not having anything uh, come to mind. But uh, one day, I was uh, about a week before Thanksgiving, actually. It was pretty nice weather out on a Saturday, uh, Saturday morning. And I figured, oh, well, maybe I should uh, put up the Christmas lights. Um, it was a time that I remember growing up every once in a while when my dad was up for it, we would put the lights up. Um, and I remember that time fondly. And so uh, just like uh, uh, National Lampoon's uh, Christmas vacation, <laughs> get out the big box of lights and you have to untangle them and, uh, and get up on the ladder and fight the cold and the weather. But this particular Saturday was, uh, was, was really nice. And uh, so I decided, okay, I'll get up and uh, put the lights on the house. And so as I was uh, putting the lights on, on our house, um, I noticed that there was a, a group of uh, Jehovah's Witnesses that um, uh, I've seen in the neighborhood before. And, uh, and I, said, I went immediately into my introverted panic mode as, oh, goodness, what, do I, what am I going to say to these people? I can't, I can't run in the house. I'm, I'm 10 feet on a ladder right now. So I, uh, I, um, so I was uh, in my panic mode, and I, I thought, well, maybe I'll share with them that... Um, that Jesus Christ is the, the light of life, that he's the light of the world, and, and that's why I'm uh, hanging these lights. And I thought for a moment, is, is that really why I'm out here hanging these lights at this moment? Um, and so I figured that actually would be um, a really cool uh, topic to discuss this morning. Um, so that's why I've titled it The Light of Life. Uh, so if we can uh, bow our heads, we'll pray for a moment. Uh, Lord, we just uh, thank you that all of us could be here this morning. Um, and just uh, pray that uh, this time that you would bless the remainder of our meeting, that um, what you would have uh, spoken and heard uh, this morning is what, uh, what comes out, and that all of it ultimately glorifies you. And so we just thank you again, in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, while I'm getting ready here, you guys can turn to Isaiah 9, um, verse 2. Um, so in this Christmas season, <clears throat> uh, whether or not um, people are believers uh, in the Lord Jesus, um, they often are reminded uh, of his birth, um, which obviously was uh, foretold for uh, many, many hundreds and thousands of years before um, he even existed on this earth, um, before he came in what we call the, uh, the first advent. And so as Christians, we're reminded at this time and this season um, that Emmanuel, uh, meaning God with us, uh, came to the earth um, as our uh, savior in the form of uh, as, a, as a child, as a, as a babe. And so reading in um, Isaiah 9, uh, verse 2, we see, uh, it reads, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death 
sorry, <laughs> those who, uh, who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. Uh, and in this context, uh, Isaiah is speaking of the uh, coming Assyrian invasion um, of the promised land, the Jewish promised land. Um, and here we see the great light uh, seen by the Jewish people is the coming Messiah. And jumping quickly to, to verse 6, um, it reads, For unto us a child is born, unto us a, a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and, the, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And we see in, uh, in verse 6 uh, the, the humanity, um, speaking in the first half of verse 6, the humanity of uh, Christ, but also uh, his uh, deity, uh, when it says unto us a son, meaning the, the son of, uh, of the Father, of, of uh, Father God. Um, so he's both man and um, God uh, simultaneously. And so this is the... Uh, and verse 6 really also look, points towards what Dave was speaking about a little bit earlier, um, his second advent, looking forward to, um, the, the believer looks forward to uh, um, every day, really. Um, it's, it's really hard here. So digging into the, uh, the idea of light, the concept of light, I wanted to consider basically three uh, questions. One is, what is uh, light and where does it come from? Uh, the second is, why do we need it anyway? <laughs> and um, the third is, what do we do with it? So just to kind of cue you up as to where I'm, I'm going here. Um, so we'll start right in the very beginning of the Bible, um, in Genesis. Ah, there we go. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Genesis 1, verse 3. Um, then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And so we see here in the beginning of uh, God's own word um, that he created light. And when, when I'm talking about light here, we're talking about um, physical light. And you'll see a theme throughout uh, the message this morning, um, the idea of physical light and the idea of spiritual light. <clears throat> and so on the very first day, um, God deemed it important enough to create light. Um, it wasn't an accident, and it didn't just happen. Uh, God literally just spoke light into being. Um, and we see here just how powerful his, his word truly is. And later on in chapter 1, we also read, which I don't have a slide for here, but in, uh, on the fourth day, uh, it says that God created um, the sun and the moon. Uh, let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night, and let them for signs and seasons for days and years, and let them for, be for lights in the firmament of, he, of the heavens to give light on the earth, and so it was, and it was so. So we see here a little bit of a confusion um, that um, is still confusing for many Christians today, which is the idea that God created light on the very first day, but then we see the sun and the moon and the stars come in to play in the, on the fourth day. Um, I ran across two theories about that, and I won't spend much time on this, just to kind of throw them out there. Um, one is that uh, the, the sun and the moon did exist on the first day, but um, because of the clouds in the firmament, it wasn't visible on Earth. 
Um, and on the fourth day, those were rolled back, revealing the firmament of the sun and the moon and the stars and all of that. Um, the second theory is that um, it describes uh, basically a supernatural light. Um, in other words, light can be more than just a physical substance as we know it. Um, and there's some basis for this in Revelation um, tw uh, 22.5, um, where <clears throat> in the uh, new heaven and earth, uh, the Lord himself will be um, the source of life, light. There won't be any sun or moon. It's just the Lord himself. Um, also, we can consider in Exodus uh, chapter 10, the darkness that was set upon the Egyptians um, had somewhat of a tangible quality to it. So there's some arguments on both sides about that. But the point here is that God uh, created light. Um, well, he, he is the source of light, and he created it. Um, scientifically, we understand light um, in Merriam-Webster's Merriam Dictionary as electromagnetic radiation of any wavelength that travels in a vacuum with the speed of 2,799,792,485 uh, 2, 2, meters per second. Um, but I like the second definition that I ran across in there, which just simply says something that makes vision possible. Um, I think that was a much more appropriate and much more uh, easier to understand uh, definition. And I really like the simplicity of it. So what about the spiritual sense of uh, what light is? Um, so turning to John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5, we read, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and, and the Word was God. In the and he was the, in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend, comprehend it. And John, of course, here was uh, also sent to bear witness of that light, which we read um, in the following verses after that. But we see here that Jesus is the light. Um, that he is the light of the world. It's uh, very plain, very simple. Um, and he was there since the beginning, uh, just as we read in, in uh, Genesis. He provides uh, guidance and visibility to navigate in this life. And like the Merriam-Webster's uh, definition, something that makes vision possible, we all need him uh, in our lives to navigate um, this world, uh, the craziness of it. And uh, without him, we're, we're truly lost. And so Revelation 22.5, uh, as I mentioned earlier, also confirms this idea um, that the Lord is the source of light. Um, in verse 5 we read, There shall be no night there. They need no lamp or light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. And here John's describing uh, the new Jerusalem. Um, where there will be, still be light, and we still need light, um, but that source of light is now uh, the Lord or himself. Uh, we don't require sun or any uh, special lamp or Christmas lights or anything like that. Um, he is the light, truly. And so you'll see uh, the, the, the comparison between spiritual and physical light um, is quite similar, actually, as I, I dug deeper into this topic and preparing for the message So 
So uh, the second area is really, um, why do we need the light? Um, and basically the simple answer is, there is no life without light, both in the physical and in the spiritual sense. Um, we need to acknowledge that uh, and consider it uh, daily. In the physical sense, um, what happens when the power goes out in a, on a stormy summer's night? I mean, you immediately freeze. Um, anytime that you lose light, you suddenly freeze and are immobilized thinking, well, what do I do now? Um, <laughs> it happens and, and, and we really realize how critical that is for us to even function at all, um, having physical light. Um, if the sun were not to shine, I mean, the plants would not grow, we would have no food. I mean, the, the frailty of light, life, um, when you really consider how much physical light uh, does for, for us is, uh, is quite humbling, actually. And I think that we also have to acknowledge that the Lord sustains that light um, in our life, that physical light, every day. Um, I think often that we, we uh, overlook that fact. I mean, we take advantage of the fact that there is light every day, that we can see, that we can go about our work uh, for the day. And we really ought to pause on that, that natural light that is in our lives. And it's provided by the Lord himself, as we read in Genesis. So, as, we, uh, continue, as I was also considering physical light, um, one element that I also uh, really couldn't help but think about was uh, light, the physical light, natural light's effect on our mood and our emotions. Uh, you think about, um, you know, Rochester winter here where we, uh, <laughs> we kind of go into a bit of a malaise when we don't see the sun for many months. Um, and in fact, uh, yesterday, if you don't know, was the uh, winter solstice, which is the least amount of light we get all year. Um, and it, it, it's really, truly a time where you want to just basically take a nap. Um, a lot of us do. And I think there were many naps at our house uh, yesterday. Um, but also, light really offers, so there's that element of you know, lack of light leads us into depression, you know, low energy. Um, but also, there's an idea of having a warm light, which um, offers uh, peace and calm, a sense of peace and calm. You can also be energized by light. When you have a nice, bright, white light shining at you, you're immediately awoke, and, and you're um, full of energy and, and um, maybe alertness, I guess you could call it. And also, there's the idea of uh, hope and um, optimism that we get from light. You often see on Instagram people posting pictures of, uh, of sunsets and of uh, very, very uh, picturesque settings where you, there's always the sun in the background or the moon. And um, we, we get a lot of uh, sense of hope and optimism from just looking at pictures like that. And in Matthew um, chapter 2, verse 10, we also read that the Magi, uh, when they saw the, the star um, that would lead them to, to the Lord, um, were overjoyed. Uh, so we even see it in, in the Bible where um, light has this effect on, on our emotions. So what about spiritually? Um, turning to John uh, chapter 8, uh, verse 12, we read, Then Jesus spoke to them again, said, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk, walk in darkness, but have the light of life. It's a simple fact that uh, without 
without our Lord Jesus, without our Savior, um, we are truly uh, spiritually dead. And I know that many of us remember a time uh, in our lives when that was uh, really truly the case. Um, we, we know that in the Garden um, of Eden, uh, when the fall of man occurred, um, before that, we were designed to be in complete uh, relationship with, uh, with God and with one another, but that was broken, and um, now we struggle with sin today. And we know that really no man uh, apart from Jesus Christ, is, um, who is both fully man and fully God, uh, is perfect. So uh, we really we, we need to consider that seriously. And if anyone here is not, um, does not know uh, the Lord uh, Jesus as their Savior, consider that fact that, that, that apart from him we are truly broken, we, we are lost, um, and living in, in darkness. And we all sin. Uh, all of us, even the believer, still sins and falls short of the glory of God. Um, but as we read in Romans, uh, the wages of sin is death, and, and really consider that. Uh, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord, that very light uh, of life that we were just speaking of. Um, and so it's that gift that we celebrate at this time of year, um, and that's what we call the light of life. I don't know if that has anything to do with me hanging lights still, but that is the answer. <laughs> um, so the last area I really wanted to consider um, is what is our response to the light? You know, as we've been considering uh, this morning, there's many similarities between physical light and um, uh, spiritual light. And so now I'd like to consider what is our response to that light? Uh, when it shines upon us. It has, uh, as we're getting ready here, you might want to change, turn to uh, Isaiah 60. Um, we'll be looking at verses 1, one through 3. But to start, um, again, looking at the physical uh, light, uh, when, we, when the sun rises in the morning, what is it that we do, or what is it that we ought to do? <laughs> we get up. We wake up. We're, we're supposed to be full of energy and ready to, to, uh, to get to work, to uh, go about the labor of the day that, um, that we have uh, set before us. Um, and that, and we should, we're physically energized. We're ready to, to get, get moving. Maybe that doesn't happen in your household quite so much, but uh, theoretically, and actually really, that's, that's what happens. Um, we need that light uh, to guide our paths. We need that light to, to uh, you know, illuminate that work that we, that we have for the day. I uh, was watching uh, the news this uh, past week, and there was a segment about a, um, a guy locally, a small business segment, where he basically creates these lights that clip onto canes or clip onto your gun barrel if you're hunting or clip onto... Um, something or a tool that you're working with when you're, uh, you're doing a task. And the idea is that you put that light so that you can light the task that you have for the day. And similarly, I mean, that's what happens in our lives every day when we get up um, and the sun is shining. We, our, light, our day is illuminated. We have to, uh, to get moving for the day. That's, that's the way it works. Sometimes we need a little bit of coffee or a lot of bit of coffee, but we get moving for the day. <laughs> um, but 
in Isaiah, looking at the spiritual side of this, um, I, I, want, I, found, I ran across Isaiah 60, uh, verses 1 through uh, 3. And it reads, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and the deep darkness for the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and the kings to the brightness of your rising. Now here what uh, Isaiah is speaking of in context is what we call a second advent. Um, and this is where the world, uh, as Dave was uh, talking about a little bit earlier, is still in spiritual darkness, but the Lord uh, shines um, on Israel and through Israel the rest of the world. However, I, as I was reading this, I believe that um, this ought to be our response to spiritual light today um, for every believer. Uh, verse 1 here, arise. I mean, when you've accepted the Lord Jesus as your Savior, um, that's, often what, that's often the experience that many of us have where we're, we're really just on fire for the Lord. Um, it's time to get up. Uh, and I think that we need that reminder um, even today, even if you've been a believer for many years, it, it's time to arise. And we, um, are, we have a, a task before us, and that is to, uh, to reflect, to shine, what we see here in verse 1. We're called to, to reflect the light of uh, Jesus Christ in this season and in all seasons of the year, um, even though we think about it most uh, right now, that light of, uh, of the Lord Jesus coming in helpless babe. So I think that, that, that the very first two words of that verse really sum it up for me is that, you know, we are to arise, our reaction to that light, to that spiritual light is to arise and to shine. Um, the darkness that is described here is spiritual darkness, in other words, sin. Um, and this light is not a natural light, but a spiritual light. And our Lord and Savior uh, is uh, to overcome that, that darkness. As we read in, um, in uh, John, you know, the, the, the darkness did not comprehend the light, meaning that the darkness could not overcome the light. And we know that to be very true in each one of our lives. Um, and as uh, believers, we do have uh, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, which is that same spirit which was uh, hovering over the dark waters in Genesis um, before light was created. And that spirit is in each believer today, which is truly, truly amazing. So reading in Matthew uh, chapter 5, um, verse 14 through 16, we read from, our, from the Savior himself, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and, the, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine, so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So even Jesus' words himself, you know, speak to this idea that we are to arise, to let our light uh, shine. Um, we are reflecting the light of life himself, Lord Jesus Christ. And as true believers, we, are, we can't hide that light. Um, that, that's just not possible. Um, and so really, I think that we ought to really surrender our will to being that, that light, to, to sharing it with those around us. 
Um, I know for even myself on that um, ladder, becoming apprehensive, you know, worrying about what I was going to share with um, the, wit the Jehovah's Witnesses, I, I, I really should have, and I am preaching to myself, you know, really surrender to that light and to let the light shine. Because we don't do the work. It's the Lord himself who actually um, changes a man's heart. We can only point, um, point to the Lord in our lives. And so really that, uh, the words that we read back in Isaiah, um, again, uh, in uh, chapter 60, he says that the Lord will attract the nations like a spotlight. Um, and it's not us to do the attracting, it's the God himself. So we can take, uh, take some comfort in that. So basically, to, uh, to wrap up this morning, um, I just want to consider again in this season, um, you know, that light that we've been reflecting on a little bit this morning, um, and consider, you know, at work, um, in school, in our own neighborhoods, um, that maybe we can do something more than just uh, hang some Christmas lights um, to share uh, our our light, the light that's within us, the light that uh, the Lord Jesus has uh, shed upon us, has given us, um, shown upon us, and share that light with the rest of the words, the world. You know, and last uh, one verse that uh, from my favorite, one of my favorite books in the Bible is Ecclesiastes, and um, and really what we see there is that um, life under the sun without the Lord is is quite meaningless. And so from Ecclesiastes 20, it says, Truly the light is sweet, and it is pleasant for the eyes to behold the sun. But if a man uh, lives many years and rejoices in them all, yet let him remember that the days, that, that the days of uh, darkness, for they will be many, all that is coming is vanity. Uh, so really, again, um, the idea, the common theme throughout Ecclesiastes being uh, without uh, Christ our lives are meaningless, and uh, but thank the Lord we have uh, the light of light in the world. That, uh, he still shines and has already overcome the, dar the darkness, so we can rejoice in that. So let us praise God uh, for the light of the world. Well, let's pray. Father, we just uh, we again thank you for that light that we've been considering this morning. We just uh, pray as we leave here today. Um, and uh, interact with friends and family and those that, uh, that might not know your son, the Lord Jesus, that we would, uh, we would be ambassadors of that light, that we would let that light shine and not try to hide it. Lord, that we would uh, succumb to your will and to allow you to sh let that light shine through us um, to those that are around us. And Lord, we just thank you uh, again for that light, that blessing that came in uh, helpless babe and we just uh, pray now uh, as we go forth that um, that you would give us strength give us uh, just uh, help us to to be brave to uh, to share that light in the world and that um, just again thank you for it and pray that you'd bless uh, the rest of uh, our day and just pray for those that are traveling uh, this this afternoon in Jesus name amen